Hi there, my name is Natalie Nation and you're listening to Feed That Nation. I'm a graduate student, I'm a future registered dietitian, I'm a health educator, a content creator, and a self-proclaimed mac and cheese expert. I create content here on Feed That Nation all about college life, college health, and college wellness. My goal is to help you, my fellow college students, to be more successful, more confident, and more healthy in your college experience. Before we begin this episode, please go ahead and check out my Instagram. I am at Feed That Nation, and go check out my blog, FeedThatNation.com. I upload new podcast episodes right here to YouTube and to your favorite podcast listening platforms every Wednesday, and I upload vlogs all about college life, food, cooking, my patio garden, and whatever the heck else I get up to every Saturday. Also go ahead and check out my link in the description box with my affiliate partner, Coconut Whisk. Coconut Whisk is a Minnesota-based company that produces vegan, gluten-free, and allergy-friendly baking mixes. They have cookies, they have pancake mix, they have mug cake mix for you college students out there. I love their products, I love their mission, and I am so excited to bring you my coupon code so that when you use my link below, my coupon code, FeedThatNation, you get $3 off your order. I receive a small commission. Everybody wins. Please go ahead and check them out. It would mean so much to me and I promise you will love them as much as I do. Before we begin this episode, I am, as per usual, going to give you my food, my follow, and my fun for the week. My food for the week is something I am so excited I finally figured out how to make at home. I absolutely love curry. I love Indian food and I have figured out how to make chana masala at home and it is so good. I will link the recipe I've been using below. It is not my own original recipe, although I've certainly been modifying it to make it my own. It's so good, honestly. It's so easy. I've probably made it at least three times in the past two weeks. My husband loves it too. It's just spicy. It's got a little bit of heat. I love chickpeas. It's tomato-y. It's creamy. Oh, it is so good. Would definitely recommend trying out chana masala. My follow for the week is a little bit unorthodox. I am encouraging you, my fellow college students, to go and see where your college is on social media, if they are on Instagram, if they are on Twitter, if they're on Facebook, and go ahead and follow their social media pages. And I don't just mean go follow you know, the main page, but go check out is your favorite club or your favorite office on campus have its own social media? Go follow them because honestly, it's so cool to see how different colleges are using their social media pages to connect students to highlight events and more, especially with so many of us doing socially distanced semesters. Social media can be a really great way to kind of keep up and keep in touch with your school. My fun for the week is a little bit of a minimalist trick. I try to do this at least once a month or so just to really be aware of what I own and what I don't own and what I don't need. And my fun for you this week is to look through what you own and see if you can get rid of or donate 10 items. This can be clothes, this can be kitchen stuff, this can be old books, old papers, whatever it is count to 10 find 10 items and either throw them away if they do not have a purpose recycle them if they can be or go ahead and donate them to your local shelter a local secondhand store or wherever the heck you donate your stuff i always find this is a great way to just continually be getting rid of things that i don't use and i don't need and especially we college students tend to move around a lot having less stuff to have to move is always a good thing so my fun for the week, pick 10 things, get rid of them. 
So I wanted to talk about this week sort of this idea of setting goals for the new semester and specifically during this weird socially distanced time that we're having. I'm not going to say in these uncertain times, in this unprecedented whatever, like I'm not going to parrot those emails, but certainly many of us really never expected our college experience to be headed the way it is headed. And I personally, I would never have signed up for an online master's degree, and yet here I am right now completing a master's degree pretty much online for the foreseeable future. And there are so many students, you know, I have family and friends who are starting college for the first time. They're freshmen in college this fall, and all of this is so crazy and new and different, and it kind of sucks. You know, being completely honest, it sucks. But I wanted to talk about how to set goals for your new semester and specifically ideas for setting goals for a socially distanced semester. I have always loved new school years. My birthday is at the end of September, so I feel like the anticipation that comes with going into a new school year always kind of revolves around new friends, new teachers, new routines, the changing leaves, changing weather, my birthday, getting another year older, and all of that. And I've always started to think, and I think I actually got this idea from a book I read. Um, I'll link it below, um, a Brooke Ellison book. But she wrote about feeling like New Year's really starts on September 1st and feeling like we should be singing Auld Lang Syne in September and setting New Year's resolutions in September for the new school year. And I have always felt that way. And so I feel like my attitude towards normal New Year's resolutions is always kind of like, well, what's the point of January 1st being the day to start something new? But for school years, I feel like when you start a new school year, you really are starting something new. And I feel like that's the perfect time to set goals, to make resolutions, and to just kind of to get going. But I wanted to first sort of talk about setting realistic goals and just kind of make a couple of points. It seems like a lot of time people who set New Year's resolutions, who set new school year resolutions, who set goals for new semesters, end up setting themselves up for failure because they set goals based on outcomes rather than goals based on behavior. And there's tons of different, I guess, psychological modalities for this, and I'm not a psychologist, I'm just a public health student, future dietitian, but it seems like when you set a goal based on an outcome, but you don't set yourself up for success in terms of how you want to achieve that outcome, that is where the setting yourself up for failure kind of kicks in. And this isn't in any means saying that people are failing or saying that people, it's their fault if they fail. But I am saying that when we think about setting goals, it's sort of important to really dig in and think about, I know what my outcome I know what my desired outcome is, you know, whether it's grades, whether it's related to health, whether it's related to social, professional goals, whatever it is. If we know what the outcome is, then our resolutions or our goals should be based around the behaviors and making new habits and lifestyle changes to achieve that outcome. And so, for an example, if you have a goal to get a 3.5 GPA this semester, that's a great outcome, but 
what behaviors are you going to change? What habits are you going to form so that you can get there? You know, are you going to start waking up earlier so that you can study more? Are you going to use your planner and write down deadline assignments in it? Are you going to do extra reading? Are you going to go to office hours? What exactly are you going to do to achieve your goal, to get that desired outcome? I think also something else that I feel like sort of sets college students up for failure in particular is when we set goals based on the way our circumstances are at a certain point in time and then we don't allow ourselves the grace of changing our goal or changing our specifics of how we want to achieve that goal based on how our circumstances change. And there are a whole bunch of different ways that this can work out, you know, in like an exercise example, if you have a goal to run a 5k in less than 30 minutes, and so you set your behavior change to go running four days a week. Great, that could be a really great way to get you to that goal of an under 30 minute 5k. But if you set that goal with the understanding that you'll have time to go running, maybe in the afternoons after class before it gets dark out, and then all of a sudden the semester starts and you realize that you don't actually have time to go running outside before it gets dark out and it's not safe for you to run after dark. Or maybe you realize halfway through the semester that you really don't like running but you're forcing yourself to run anyway. Maybe you get injured. Maybe you're, you just find yourself to be too busy with schoolwork and work obligations. And instead of modifying your goal and giving yourself permission to not achieve that goal in the way that you originally set it, you set yourself up for disappointment and failure because you're not giving yourself the grace that you deserve. Because college is one of the most fluid and fluctuating times in our lives, especially for new college students. Like, you don't know what to expect. You don't know what your schedule is going to look like. You don't know what you're going to want or what you're going to be able to do. And so why should we set rigid goals and rigid desired outcomes with no flexibility when basically our entire life is up in the air, even from month to month, semester to semester? So I would encourage you, if you want to set goals for the new semester, to set new school year resolutions, to set these goals, but allow yourself grace and give yourself permission to modify the goals as you need. I wanted to give you guys some ideas for goals or resolutions that you can set this semester amid quarantine, whether you're going to school in person, whether you're doing it distanced, whatever your circumstances are, I wanted to give you some real practical goals for ways you can set yourself up for success, ways you can benefit from changing your habits, ways that you can succeed. One of my favorite goals or favorite resolutions for people is to resolve to ask for help when you need it. And this is going to look so different for every person, but I feel like especially in this time of quarantine and social distancing, we are all in unusual situations and we are all in different ways being set up for failure in you know, being at home, not having the equipment that we're used to, not having the social or emotional resources that we're used to having, but a really great goal or resolution is to just resolve to ask for help when you need it. You know, whether that's asking your professor for a deadline extension because you need extra time on an assignment because you share a computer with 
your family, maybe you are struggling with a mental illness or a disability that previously you weren't struggling with, reaching out to your school's disability resource center or reaching out to your professor personally. Finding ways to get the help you need to be successful is never a failure and asking for help when you need it is a really great way to sort of set yourself up for success. And you guys know I've shared a ton on Feed That Nation about my own journey with my learning disability and learning to ask for help and learning that needing help is okay. And I'm so passionate about this idea because I spent a really long time refusing to allow myself to ask for help and I was miserable and I set myself up for failure because I didn't ask for the help that I needed and therefore I didn't get the help that I needed. And I don't want that to happen to you. You are deserving of the help that you need to be successful. Another great goal or resolution is to have a goal of a consistent schedule and then set your goals towards achieving that consistency, whether that means setting an alarm and getting up at about the same time every day, whether that means getting dressed and putting on real people clothes for every Zoom class, you know, whatever it means for you to have a consistent schedule, I would really encourage you to set goals in that direction because everyone's different, but I found so many college students that benefit from having a more consistent schedule. More consistent sleep schedule, meal schedule are both great for physical and emotional health. Consistent school schedules are great for academic and professional health, obviously, but there are so many ways that it can benefit you and I would really encourage you to set some goals in that direction. Another goal that has a lot of flexibility is to set goals revolving around doing more than the bare minimum for your coursework. And this looks so different for every person, I'm going to be a broken record here, but maybe that goal for you means that for all of your discussion posts, you're going to write 25 to 50 more words than the required word count for your discussion posts. Maybe that means you're going to do more of the readings or more of the optional readings. Maybe that means that you are going to go to office hours. Whatever it is, set goals in that direction and it feels good to do more than the bare minimum and it will set you up for success. And it's so, so hard. I'm gonna call it out. It's really hard to motivate yourself for online classes if online classes aren't your desired learning format. And I would guess that the majority of college students are kind of like me. You can deal with online classes, but it's really not your favorite. And so I would encourage you to set goals revolving around doing more than the bare minimum because it'll help you stay engaged. It'll help you to be more successful academically. And hey, you might as well get your money's worth out of it. I mean, college is really expensive. So if you're going to have to sit at home, you might as well get your money's worth out of it. This next goal I think is a goal that I love to recommend for people who deal with burnout and feeling overwhelmed and needing to take breaks but feeling overwhelmed with just needing to be on all the time. And I did a whole vlog about this a few months back about my 10 p.m. rule for how I handle homework is I never do homework past 10 p.m. at night because I know that if I try, I will be unhappy, the homework won't be good quality, and I will just be miserable. And that for me is really setting a boundary with myself. Something else I've done to set boundaries with myself is I actually took my school email off of my phone. So the only time I can access my school email is if I open up my computer and log into it. 
And that for me has been a really good way to just keep some distance from my schoolwork because it's hard to kind of compartmentalize school is school and home is home and work is work when you're always home doing school and work and home, maybe in the same place, maybe at the same time. And so find ways to set boundaries for yourself so that you are able to have school be school and work be work and home be home in ways that fit for you. Another goal that's so amazing for your emotional health, your spiritual health, your social health is to schedule and attend regular Zoom happy hours and hangouts with your friends and classmates. I know sometimes that school-sponsored Zoom hangouts, Zoom get-togethers can be really dumb, but if those are dumb and there's not your style, schedule your own. Set up Zoom calls with your friends. There are so many fun online apps and websites that you can play games, you can play cards, you can catch up. There are lots of different ways that you can spend time with your friends virtually. And as much as it's not as fun as being in person, I have really grown to depend on and love the virtual get-togethers that my classmates and I have been doing this spring and this past summer because who knows the next time we're all going to be in class in person. Like, let's be real. And I like my friends. I want to keep up with them. I want to hear how they're doing. I want to be able to rely on them when I'm not doing so well and I want them to be able to rely on me when they're not doing so well. And I mean, who doesn't want that? So figure out the best ways for you to connect with your friends and classmates and then set goals around connecting with them regularly. My final goal is related to professional development. I love professional development, so of course I had to throw this in there, but make it a goal to spend time regularly on your LinkedIn page and on your resume. And if you don't have a LinkedIn page, you should probably build one. That could be another goal. If you don't have a resume, you definitely need to make a resume. Spend time on that. Spend time on blog posts or YouTube videos that talk about the best ways to do that, that talk about the best ways to network and connect. Take the time on LinkedIn every once in a while to add new connections or to message people that you want to connect with. As much as we wish we could do this in person, even virtual networking can be super valuable and super important to your professional and academic health. And it will really set you up for success in the future if you have a really strong LinkedIn page and a strong resume. So I would encourage you to set some goals around that in whatever ways work for you. For those of you who have already moved into college this fall and those of you who are moving in shortly, I am so excited for you. This is such an exciting time for college students' lives to be starting a new semester, to be moving onto campus, or if you're not moving onto campus, just to be doing virtual orientation and meeting new people and figuring out how to be an independent, successful, functioning adult, figuring out who you are. I'm so excited for you and I would really encourage you to dive in, dig deep, and do your best. If you like this episode, please go ahead and leave me a comment below if you're on YouTube. Tell me your goals for this new semester. If you're listening to me on a podcast platform, go ahead and leave me a five-star review and a rating if you are able. It would mean so much to me. 
definitely go ahead and check me out on Instagram. I am at Feed That Nation and go check out my blog, feedthatnation.com. Remember to check out my affiliate link below for Coconut Whisk. Check out their products. Use my coupon code FeedThatNation for $3 off. I will receive a small commission. You will receive $3 off. Everybody wins. Go check them out. I upload new podcast episodes every Wednesday right here to YouTube and to your favorite podcast listening platforms. And I upload new vlogs every Saturday. Until next time, my name is Natalie Nation and you're listening to Feed That Nation. Have a great day and I'll talk to you soon.